about something that has been overflogged on social media but it can never be flogged enough in my opinion because there'll always be someone new making the same mistake that we have it's like with that um dr anu Osasu, it didn't matter how many times they said this woman would destroy your body with her terrible surgery skills people were still going there you know so today's topic is joint accounts joint accounts in relationships joint accounts in a marriage you know, what do we think about it? And in addition to what we think, we're going to be having some extra special comments from our Twitter spaces session where we had people come and give their views on current accounts. So, Sasu, how do we start this? Um, I think joint accounts, I, I, can, I can understand the appeal, but I think they're crazy. For a number of reasons, but like I said, I can understand the appeal. They offer convenience. That's the only thing I see them offering. So that and that's not enough for me personally to open up a joint account. I don't care if I'm yeah. married. Like, okay, no, I'm contradicting myself now. I think I could have a joint account for the sake of like household necessities. And um so and also that account won't hold more than one month's worth of contribution. For a number of reasons I will get into today, but Osai, could you ever have a joint account? So I I would have a joint account just because um, I'm one of those people that likes to compartmentalize their finances. So what I mean by that is I have different vaults and like different accounts that handle different things. So there's an account that handles my personal spending. There's an account that handles my savings. You know, there's another place I'm locking up money for rent and things like that. So having another place to put money for the family or for um, joint spending is something that appeals to me. So I would have one, but it would not be my only account. Like, you know how some people have joint accounts and they don't have yes. any personal accounts? Could never yes. be me. Never. Yeah, I agree. So both of us, what we're kind of saying is that we can only have joint accounts in a marriage. That one bank account is a risky thing, man. I can't even lie. Because me, I'm not even a fan of, like, especially if it's going to be her only account. Mm-hmm. Like, not yeah. that not that me, I'm saying, like, I'm a bad person, but, like, <laughs> shit happens, man. No, 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 calm down now. Why are you laughing? Like, shit happens, man. Like, what if I wake up now and I don't feel like doing it again? Or she just wants it to you me. See? <laughs> yeah. And, and mm-hmm. I'm like, and I'm like, man, fuck this babe. I'm going to run away with all the money. You get like, because if she can happen, if so, the guy or the babe decides, ah, it has finished, man. I will, no, forget people running away. Let's say this person is not necessarily financially could lock ball upstairs, you know, get sense upstairs financially. Mm-hmm. She now decides, ah, I'm gonna feel like a trip to Dubai. She will just go and spend the money in Dubai now. She'll come back. So, ah, but, Babe, I just came back from Dubai. With your money. <laughs> with, the, with your money. <laughs> Shubi, Shubi, do you know the funny thing? This thing that you said now, you, you'll be at home, oh, she's spending the money, you'll be seeing the alert, it'll be paying you. You'll be seeing the alert, you're going to pay you. Like, it's not even all the, all the banks that you see alert. That's why they know they said debit alert. <laughs> yes, they say, ah, you'll be hungry now. You say, ah, I won't go Hakasa, I won't go. Even KFC, sir, you won't go, you won't go, child. Uh, ordinary three piece meal. Okay, so that does decline. Under what circumstances would you guys be in favor of a joint account? 
yeah, are there any circumstances at all that you would be okay as with? A, as a sole account? Nah. No, no, no. Like, you have your own personal account. She has her own personal account. And then, like, she's proposing you guys also open up a joint account. But what would your reasons be for agreeing? Um, uh, um, for me, yeah. me personally, maybe it's something that has to do with, like, we were saving for like our kids' future or something like exactly. that. Exactly, something like that. Or let's say both of them buy yeah. a house or something. Uh, yeah, something Mortgage. like that. Even petty things like rent, electricity, gas, all those kind of things. Not, not so I would not I would put my whole life savings in one person's hands. I leave the person to my run mad. That's the end of my life. How more? Yes, I can. And I agree. Because... Imagine doing joint account with your boyfriend and they steal your money. Oh. <laughs> Who will answer you? Who will answer? Because not my mommy. My mommy, my daddy would not answer me at all. <laughs> you do that. You you can't ever tell anybody. Ever. People just notice that you're losing weight because you're not eating as much anymore. But <laughs> because you're quiet. <laughs> you're battling with the bank because your no. boyfriend ran away with your body. How can I tell anyone that? My dad would be like. Do you, do you think? <laughs> That's it. Do, do, do you have sense? Do you have sense? So you finished, you went to school all these years, and I have to tell you not to do something like that. So all the money spent on school fees, you're telling me it was a waste? And you know the funny thing is, when you're getting all those kind of lectures, you're already so beaten down. You can't even say anything. You've just been looking at everyone in your head. You're like, let me just go and lie down. <laughs> Because you should be looking at it like, no, I too, I'm foolish. Honestly, I just let me just rest. <laughs> because before you even summon up enough courage and energy to open your mouth to say I need it's to like, enjoy the account with my boyfriend, oh, and he stole my money or he put the account in overdraft. <laughs> he, he ran down oh. my credit and he ran away with his other girlfriend. You know, I think it's even better for, for for your partner to steal your money from the joint account. It's better that they do that than they leave that account in overdraft. Yes. Because now you're paying for something that is so ridiculous. Yes. This man is buying wristwatch with your money. <laughs> <laughs> and he's buying matching wristwatch for his girlfriend. Oh. When, when I think of things like this, I'm, I, I remember how nice it is to be in Nigeria because it's to just go to Obalende on, on that bridge and give some people good cash. <laughs> go and find him and never rough him or beat him. Hey, bro, the money you took from me, you use it to pay your medical bills. But you know, in, some, in other places, it's not so easy to do that. And it's really terrible because joint accounts can legally be emptied by one party. Yeah. Like, you can do a civil suit. You can go to court mm-hmm. on a civil level to say, you know, this person has wronged me personally. He did this with intention to harm me. But even that takes long. You're going to pay for a lawyer. You're going to have to be standing in court, giving evidence wait, against wait, this person. Okay. Like, yeah, assuming the person even has money. What if that was their only account? How would they pay the lawyer? Hey, you know, you, you know, know, some lawyers do. Some lawyers do. Oh, if um, no win, no, no fee. Win, no fee. Yeah. <laughs> but still, yeah, this conversation is going to be slightly biased just because both of us are against joint accounts Completely if they are not for exactly the not just mm-hmm. if they are not for the family, but if that's your only account. Yes. Oh my yeah. god. When I was in uni, there was this couple like they were proper forming like married. We're going to get married. This is my future. Yeah. He's my destiny. All that nonsense. And they opened a joint account together and closed 
their personal accounts. So mm-hmm. and they were take they were getting um what do you call it student loans. So they had their student loans redirected to that account, and it was like they would obviously use mm-hmm. what they need to pay off their tuition fee, but like I'm the remaining money. Bad. <laughs> the remaining money that was supposed to be like you know for them to maintain their living and whatever they yeah. were just one person would spend more than what they are getting paid and yeah. that 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 is where my fear of joint accounts stems from. Nice. Yeah. how will i put let's say i put 100 pounds to the account and you put 75 pounds into the account and you mm-hmm. go and spend 150 pounds are you crazy no <laughs> are you crazy you know the thing is when you start discussing money as a couple everything can just change so quickly because financial issues will really make you realize that you, you don't like this person you don't money like brings out people. another side of people yeah it brings out a totally different side to people and, and then, it can be shocking I people i know people that think when they're in a relationship their partner's money is their money i can't get past that i, I can't I cannot be in a relationship with somebody who thinks like that. You know me, Osasu. I don't even like it when people, if I leave my, lap, my laptop on the table, don't even touch it. Just leave it be. <laughs> if I didn't ask you, can you pass my phone? Don't touch my phone. I just don't like people touching my things. And now you're touching my money. <laughs> my money. You know what's funny? In terms of like the whole touching my things, I really don't care as long as you put it back. But when it comes to money, I'm such a, I'm so OCD when it comes to money to the point yeah. that I budget my month. So like yeah. before, so I have finance day and that's usually the last, some day in the last week of the month where I will sit yeah. down, I will look at all the expenses I have for the upcoming month. I will look at all the birthdays in the upcoming month. Who do I want to buy a gift for? Who don't I want yeah. to buy a gift for? I will take all those things into consideration, any outings that have been pre-planned and then I'll now add a little extra and that mm-hmm. is my budget for the month. The rest goes into savings. Like I divide it across my different savings accounts for different things. Yeah. So you that you can see how OCD I am with my money. Once I can't tell me somebody else when I just come and scatter that for me and just they take want five it. Pounds. Just take and it. you know, you know, sometimes people do things like that, and when you confront them, they're like, "It's just five pounds." Yeah, but it's five pounds of my money that you didn't ask me before you touch. Exactly. And there's something about a joint account, especially when you guys don't communicate the purpose of that joint account. There's something about a joint account that just gives you this feeling of entitlement to all the money that's in the account. Because, I mean, it's for both of you it's to for, use, yeah. isn't it? But if you, like, specify, okay, this is for taking the children out. This account is for paying bills in the house. It's for, you know, taking care of repairs and all of that. Then I think it it kind of gives each person a bit of responsibility regarding <laughs> regarding the use of the account, you know. So I think that's the first thing that we that we have to like point out here. There has to be like yes. super communication regarding what's yeah. going in there, what that money is coming out for. You can't just go and take it because you want to buy something random. Doesn't matter whether your other card isn't working or not. Like there are no shortcuts. This is what this money is for, and that is it. Yeah, I think with that, with like communication, I think the two go hand in hand and they need to take like top priority, which is like you said, communication and discipline. Yeah. Because you can communicate, like I can sit, me and you can open a joint account and I can sit here and say, oh, sorry, this is what I think just like I should be for. And you can say, yes, I agree. And what of this also? And I'm like, yes, I agree. And then... Maybe I'm in, I don't know, I'm in a shop and my card is not working like you said. And I'm like, okay, I'll just take from here, buy my thing and I'll return it mm-hmm. later. What if I don't return it? 
Exactly. Or what if I forget? Like it's an innocent mistake. You forget to return, but you have now disrupted the balance in that account that was allocated to something. And now whatever the, that money was for, you are however many pounds or naira or whatever short. And that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. discipline is a very big thing. It's like not everybody's disciplined enough. Or in fact, not everybody hears, listens to understand. Some people only listen and hear what you are saying. So even, no matter how great of a communicator you are, there's still yeah. a huge risk in setting up joint accounts. Like even with, like we started this episode by saying that we're fans of creating joint accounts for like in a marriage for household and communal yeah. purposes purposes but really and truly your husband can get up and run away with the money in that account and he can do it so easily except you set up except your your joint account is set up specifically so that two of you need to authorize payments or transactions but then the thing is if you are getting a joint account for the family, it's most likely for ease, right? So if every time you have to make a transaction from that account, both of you have to authorize exactly. the transaction from the bank, it's like, what ease is there? So most people will not even take that option. They're just going to take the regular joint account and then terrible things are going to start exactly. happening. <laughs> that's why, that's why I, I said that the money that will be in that joint account will be no more than one month's worth of contribution. Yeah. Because, like, I understand you, know, you have the account for ease, so you're going to put, like, a chunk of money in there so that you can just keep having that, you know, that convenience. But no, no, no. In my yeah. household, we will have monthly financial meetings. Me, my husband, and when my children come of age, they will join in those meetings. What is your budget? What do you need this month? What are, what do I want this month? And we'll put that amount in the account. There's no yeah. oh, six months' worth of contributions in the... He will pack that money and run away if he wants to be mad. And that's one of my biggest fears. I completely agree. Like, no way. And there's so many horror stories out there of, like, joint <laughs> accounts that... <laughs> so many. So, so many. many. They're like, I'm even I know, more put I saw, I saw one time about this uh, woman that her... So she and her husband were... They had a joint account and both their paychecks were being paid into the joint account. Mm-hmm. Neither of them are supposed to have private accounts. Okay. But men being selfish, this man specifically being selfish, had a separate account where he was putting aside extra money. And this okay. woman did not. They were splitting the bills 50-50. Despite the fact that the woman earned like almost 50K less than her husband. Okay. But the bills were being split 50-50. But in that moment, you know, she isn't thinking she's 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 losing out because everything is getting sorted out. Mm-hmm. She doesn't need her own personal account because she, they both get like a sort of allowance from the money in the personal in the joint account. Okay. So she isn't realizing that her her money is she doesn't have money <laughs> because all her money is entering into the house and she's getting a small allowance compared to what she would have been um able to put aside from her own salary from this joint account and then you know these guys got a divorce and he wiped out the account wiped out the account and put the money away in his personal account osasu (laughs) wait he wiped the account put his personal account wait in his personal account so he left her with nothing even her own money so now this woman is there nothing i mean eventually 
I'm sure they'll be able to sort something out because I don't think he'll be able to get away with that so easily. You know, it's too it's too out there. If she goes to court, she should be able to find something. But imagine just waking yeah. up one day, your husband tells you he doesn't want to be married anymore, and your joint account is cleared. Do you know, she's she's not the only one. So many women go through that. They just wake up one morning, they get to the market, they want not even the market, they get to the shop, they tap their card and declined. The card is declined. declined. And you'll be there. You know when your card declines, you'll be giving that awkward baby like, no, no, no. Try and it's like, no. And the thing is, you're not even be talking of confidence because really and truly, there should be money in that card. There should you know, be no, money. There's there. money in the card. Try again. You'll be speaking with authority. The the, the cashier is looking at you like, hmm, madam, the card is declining. Just imagine. But that, I have a question for you. Would you sign or would you be in favor of a prenup when you get married? Because you know people are like, if you sign a prenup, that means you're setting yourself up for divorce. What? Yeah. I have always been pro-prenup. Let me not say Same. always, though, because at a point in time, when I was like maybe 16, I used to believe that her husband is the head of the house or something. But obviously, that was like when I was 16. For like the past five years, maybe... Or six years self, I have been pro prenup. But you know, in Nigeria, prenups aren't um they don't really have legal backing. Mm-hmm. So if if you do sign a prenup in Nigeria, it's really just a contract between you and him. So if both of you decide to uphold the the um what the contract stipulates, then sure that's good for you. But yeah, I would definitely sign a prenup. Hi, that's the idea of yeah. No, as per no no no, of, as per in Nigeria they don't have legal backing. Yeah, it doesn't really have legal backing. That's crazy. We don't have laws on prenups. It's something that's kind of alien to our courts. Like, like this is Nigeria. I understand it. I understand. Women yes, in family matters. So because they they'll really... follow in situations like that, they'll follow tradition, not even legal, whatever. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I mean, I I have seen a lot of cases. I've seen quite a few cases where the courts will will order the husband to keep paying an allowance you know keep paying his children's mm. school fees things like that but nothing on prenups per se for those of you that don't know say is a lawyer she's a barrister in fact <laughs> just, barrister just that's trying to run away <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah I'm, I'm actually i'm actually a lawyer right now i'm focusing on like property and intellectual property so yeah that's but a yeah. side that's not what we're talking about yeah. <laughs> but for me i've always like since i've since i was introduced to the concept of a prenup i've always been interested in not interested in i've been in favor of i will be signing a prenup and you know yeah. how when guys have this conversation they're like well the ones i know they're like yeah they'll sign a prenup and if their wife doesn't want to sign a prenup um well then that's the end of the relationship i understand mm-hmm. that but what I like recently as I've gotten older, I've come across some guys that they don't want to sign prenups, and I am so confused because for yourself, usually because of the way um, things are still set up, like if you listen to our last episode, men are still making more money than women, they're still regarded yeah. higher. So, why would you not want to look out for yourself? Do you know why lots of people, lots of men, are not interested in signing prenups? It's because First of all, there is this idea that a prenup is basically saying this person doesn't get any money or this person gets half. Mm. I don't think a lot of people actually deep the fact that a prenup is just a contract. It can 
it can state anything it legit means the name of it is prenuptial agreement exactly so people think oh yeah if i sign this thing if i if i if i agree that oh i'm going to sign a prenup then that means if i get divorced my wife is going to take 500 um sorry not 500 sorry gonna take 50 percent of everything i own prenup doesn't have to state that you choose some women conditions in your prenup prenup will state yeah some women also think the prenup will state if she leaves the marriage then she doesn't get any money doesn't have to say that like ideal terms for me would be something like you know if we both agree to leave the marriage then we just split up the stuff that we earned um together yeah we did some some and what we together brought something. in remains yeah. as what as that person remains own. as what we brought in we just split up what we did together and we come to arrangements on how the children are going to be taken care of how you know, we're leaving money behind for them, how they're doing holidays, and we're good to go. If it's now a thing of the, the marriage scattered because of something, <laughs> then the person that did the something needs to now be opening their bank account to show us what's going on in there. Do you understand? Yeah. Because somebody has to get compensated. And when I say somebody getting compensated, it's not just me getting compensated if anything goes wrong. It's also him getting compensated if I do something that makes the marriage go wrong as well. Yeah. But just basically... I would do a prenup just because I can get some clarity. If this were to go wrong, I don't have to start thinking, how am I going to do this? And how am I going to do this? We already know how we're going to do it. We're yeah. going to follow it and get this over and done with and be going, you know. The other if you agree to a prenup, you are basically wishing that your marriage is uh, full. If you sign the prenup, you don't sign the prenup, your marriage can still spoil. So... And what so what next? About? And the thing is, like, the organizer within me, I would, I need a prenup because if to say, God forbid, I don't even know who I'm going to marry that I'm saying, God forbid, but to say that marriage should scatter, I don't, I'm already annoyed already at the whole situation that we're in. I'm already probably angry, fuming, I'm not thinking straight. Yeah. That prenup is providing clarity and organization yeah. for me. When I had a clear mind, these were the terms we set out. This is what so, I thought of and this is yeah. what I agreed to. So by the time, yeah. so now that my head is hot, I can't think straight. So like, you know, past me is able to support current me. And the, same for, yeah. and the same for the guy. Like, I don't understand how you can't, like, okay, I understand that if you don't know what a prenup is and how they work, you could be against it. Because again, people are wary. That's human nature. But the people yeah. that know what a prenup is, know how they work and are still against it it baffles me because a prenup is essentially helping you look out for yourself and your partner because at the time of writing those terms and conditions you are most likely very much in love with that person so what you're going to put in there is you know you're looking out for their best interest and it's me looking out for your you're looking out for yourself as well yeah and myself so if we come to a point where everything has turned sour it doesn't have to be a horrible thing like you know when divorces get messy yeah. and everything it's like you, you don't have you to have make decisions based on the current hatred or dislike we feel for exactly each other. we can We're, still make decisions yeah. based on compassion they allow you continue to be the people that you were and people that you actually are when you have a cool head yeah it's like and you can put anything in your prenup if there isn't a template that says you know prenup sign it because i feel like some people see a prenup like that it's like a already pre-drafted agreement and it's like you want one okay let me pull one out of the drawer or your side yeah like that's not a prenup if you like 
you can actually put anything into your prenup down to who is going to get what car or who is going to get what color socks if you put both socks mm-hmm. together you can put mm-hmm. anything in it but yeah back to our joint account um i don't even know how we no i think the reason why we started talking about prenups is because prenups can also help to protect you in the event that your joint account goes left oh yes that's it yeah i think we should give them a couple of horror story scenarios of joint accounts i can give you this one um i saw this earlier today from um time mm-hmm. so Wilson, owner of Connect Support Solutions in South Carolina, says she lost thousands of dollars when a joint bank account with an ex-husband wasn't closed properly. She says she didn't realize both owners of the joint account had to confirm its closure, which led to miscommunication and withdrawal that set the account into red. In the end, Wilson says she ended up having to pay over $10,000 for the expenses and overdraft fees on the accounts. Ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand big ones. Sorry. But wait, 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 wait. So everything went left, and she had to pay ten thousand dollars to yeah. sort it out. Everything went left. She didn't realize that both parties had to basically come together to close the account. Both of you need to agree that the account is going to be closed. Like one person can't just close a joint account based um, on on behalf of the other person, right? So she must have tried to close the account from her end and thought, okay, yeah, it's done. Yeah. Meanwhile, her ex-husband was still spending the money from the account. <laughs> Set the account into red, meaning overdraft facility on that account. He utilized it. And she ended up having to pay $10,000. Oh, wait, oh, wait something that like i've never actually looked into when it comes to joint accounts and like when you send your account into red is yeah okay so like in this situation now obviously he's the one that did the damage and she's the one that paid for it because it's a joint account aren't both of them liable to no so banks can actually decide who they want to go after for the debt on a joint account it's the same way two people commit uh something they they destroy someone's car right the lawyers can decide, yeah, both of them destroyed the car, but one person is poor and the other person has money to actually okay. pay. There will be no point going after the person who's poor because they can't pay. Okay, that makes so sense. So instead, they just attach all the responsibilities to one person that was involved that in it sense. and that person pay, carries carries it for everybody okay. else. So like in this situation, obviously they're not going to go after him since he's running the account into red. He doesn't I mean, have money. If you, if you have 10k overdraft, <laughs> I don't think you can pay. So. <laughs> so they're just going to go after maybe the person with the better credit score yeah. or the person with a better um, transaction history. They can see, okay, this person has another account. There's some savings. They'll just come after you and collect more money. So there's that misconception that when you have a joint account, responsibilities and everything are, spl- are split 50-50. Mm-hmm. But that isn't true because one person can take 100% of the money in the account and the other person gets stuck with 100% of the bill. Yeah. You are both responsible, personally responsible for the joint account, which is another reason why I cannot see a good argument for doing that because it's like taking a loan on behalf of somebody else, in my opinion. <laughs> I want to in that swindler. Yes. You don't know how they're going to pay. You don't know how, you don't know what will happen if they don't pay. But you're staking your neck for something that you're not sure of. You can yeah. literally end up having to file for bankruptcy because you did a joint account with your husband. That's very crazy. But yeah, that's, that's a wild story. 
That man hates her and he wants her dead. That, that's <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? So there's this one on Twitter. I think it's recent. So it's, um, it goes, my mom said she was a housewife for six months. She told him she needed money for a soda and he said, you don't need that. She said, okay, and had a job within a week of week. LOL. This was the 70s. She said after that, she never commingled their money again. I like that word, commingled. But (laughs) before I go, what are your opinions on that? First of all, I am like super, 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 super proud of her mom. Because that could not have been an easy decision to make in the 70s. Was the 70s right? Yes, in the 70s. Wasn't that around the time that women still weren't even allowed to um, open bank accounts on their own? They had to open I, with their husbands or their husbands had to co-sign the accounts or something like that? It was around that period, I think. Around that era. So for her to even be able to find that strength to not sit down and, and start thinking, oh, well, you know, he's my husband. She just got up and said, no, nah, I'm not going to do this. That's that's very, very lovely. A man that can crazy. tell you that you that you don't need to drink. You don't need to drink Fanta. <laughs> he said, oh, I'm just feeling past space. <laughs> so you don't need a drink. Coke. So no, you don't need Coke. <laughs> there's water. That is a man that has made up his mind to reduce you. You know, there's this Nollywood clip I got from all these Nollywood movies I watched where this mm-hmm. woman was telling her son, those that cannot increase you must definitely decrease you. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that's exactly what applies to this situation. How can you tell someone they don't need to drink? They don't need to drink soda. Your wife, your wife. That's the painful How much part. could it be? How many cents or how many pence could it be? Even in Nigeria back then, how many cobble? You're telling her she can't, she doesn't need it. She doesn't Somebody need like it. that will have you buying new clothes once every two years, special yeah. occasions only. Yeah. While, while they're buying themselves new clothes every other week. Yeah. Because they hate you and they want you dead. You know, this joint accounts have have been used to just imprison so many women because when you hear some of the horror stories from older women who were in terrible marriages and couldn't leave, one constant factor is that they didn't have money of their own. Yeah. They had no money of their own. And for me, I'm like you said, I'm really proud of this woman. Like, do you know, women, some there are some women that their husbands will tell them they don't need money for so that they will say, okay, that's fine. Because, you know, when they're when it's shoe and bag. They have because they're getting shoe and bag every other month and whatever. They mm-hmm. tolerate that disrespect and whatever. So I'm really proud of this one for getting up at because what the hell? First of all, you have to even to be able to do something like that, you even have to value yourself enough. Yeah. To you have to be able to see yourself as a person deserving of that thing you're asking for. Yeah. To get up and make a change about that. Because like you said, a lot of the time women that give us their horror stories and whatever they don't have money of their own and they're in situations where financial abuse is running rampant it's going unchecked any small thing the husband will say no if they buy something what if they buy bread you know if it's not the normal type of bread but this one has mm-hmm. you know i don't know butter and it's super sweet <laughs> bread problem because why the hell would you spend an extra 50 pence on bread yeah no 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 you must bring her that 50 pence or return the bread where do you want her to bring out the 50 pence from when she doesn't have her own money and they use that thing to make some women miserable in their marriages and then they will not be asking why are you always looking upset why are you always down why are you always mm-hmm. packing your face don't i provide for you when you give her no autonomy of her own how is she even why is she even supposed to start feeling happy or proud from 
Yes. When everything is either handed down to her from the kindness of your heart or you're basically rewarding her for what you think she has done right. It doesn't make any sense to me. And do you know, I just thought, I just thought about it. Do you know there's even one, there's even another layer that is next on that, <laughs> this joint account something. <laughs> joint account is already hell, but this other one, <laughs> the deepest part of hell. What's this other one? When they tell you to bring your allow, you bring your salary. Oh no! Oh so no! So when you bring your salary, they will now give you allowance. <laughs> oh! No! 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 Is is can you call that one hell? What's worse than hell? There has to be something worse than hell because joint account can be hell. So what is? Because how would I go to work nine to five, Monday to Friday? Oh. For four weeks of a month, at the end of the month, I will pack it and say, here you go, my kind sir. How much of it is my own? Say, I have, my husband, I have worked this month. This is what I made. He will now take it and say, ah, wow, you are making more money every month. This is lovely. He said, so out of this, you, out of this uh, 400k that you gave me now, I will give you 100k for the month. And you'll be happy like, ah, 100k. So, yes. so generous. I don't, I don't even know. The whole time he's giving you an is. amount he knows you can't save from. And do you know what? He is? knows you can't save. That amount, he expects you to use it to look after the kids, to cater to the home, and to use it to look after yourself. But that looking after yourself comes last because as a mother, if the person is a mother, your, your children will always come first. first. Then mm-hmm. look running the household. And then God, God forbid you have a husband that believes he is, he is a messiah. He is to be fed and, and to be, you know, waited upon. Oh. And his beck and he should be at his beck and call. When he says jump, you say how high. God forbid you have a husband like that because that means your children come second. It's just, it can be so terrible. And the thing is, some people will obviously say, oh no, it's not all the husbands that are like that. Some of them, they give you an allowance from your money and they still give you extra money. You know, they're just helping you. They're helping you monitor your finances. Am I an infant? There are lots of women that don't really know about the financials that go on in their house. Like, okay, they know that these are the bills that are paid and this is what we do with money regarding our children and the household. Finish. Would you guys, like, go into detail with your wives when you get married about, like, what you do with your own personal money? Is that question um, for the guys or for the girls? Everybody. Almost, I, feel, I feel like I'm with my wife. I can, I can hear and I say, oh, well, babe, I'm going into this, so... This kind of thing. I can I, I don't think I don't see that as a problem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. I, mean, like, I, just, yeah. I, I just be like, ah, babe, I, I've seen this venture. I want to start this business or this thing. I want to do this. I want to do that. I don't think that's a problem. Should you be secretive with that kind of thing? No, I, mean, I don't. Some guys, should. because of pride, they don't you, say anything. Sorry, hold on. I what if he goes tries to say something, guys? Like, I was going to say, oh, like, no, what if it goes wrong? Like, what do you do? Like, it's better to just be honest with us from the start, and then just in case something bad happens, so you don't have to like, yeah. say that you didn't use it on hookers or you weren't like drinking it away. So she knows that okay, he was stupid and put this money somewhere. But at least she's aware, right? Yeah. As opposed to like hiding it from her. Like, what good is that going to do? If she yeah, doesn't want exactly. you to do it anyway, you can still I... go ahead, right? But exactly. if it goes wrong, like you, you have a better explanation. Like, babe, okay, I should have listened to you, as opposed to, look, uh, I, I promise I didn't use this money on like babes or whatever. Like, it's just easier, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I was gonna, you're married, if it's someone you're married to, I guess that should just be the policy. I mean, you're open yeah. with everything, isn't it? Yeah. I was gonna well, give, yeah, hundred percent. I was going to give a scenario because we've seen this happen time and time again. Wait, wait. Where... Mm-hmm. We've seen this. AJ, do you, have, do you have something to get off your chest? This one I would say, ah. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm just bro, giving... It's a safe space. It's a safe space. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to give a scenario where, like, we've seen this... Or we've heard of situations where this has happened time and time again. Where yeah. 
um, the guy, the head of the house, um, takes the like guy. a loan from a bank to sort like a business or something, and then it fails, and the woman has no idea, and then she's in the Can house we? one day, and bank comes to come and knock over. Collect the house. Yeah. You get so Jesus shit like Christ. that. It's better to just be like upfront, like yeah, okay, babe or my wife. This is what I'm doing with this money. Da 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 da. Or this is what I want to take this loan for. You know, this is why, this is also why I don't believe that whole husband is the head of the family thing. Because when you admit to yourself that someone else is your head, what it means is that someone else is thinking of these decisions for you. Maybe, maybe they're telling you about the decisions and you're agreeing, but you are taking away from yourself the ability to think and make your own choices. And you know, why are you giving somebody your salary? You know what it is? Is that head of the house thing? I'm 50-50 just because it can be interpreted differently in different families, you get. So yeah. in some places, it's a case of, I am the head of the house, whatever I say goes. And then in some places, that head of the house means leadership. I will help guide you, but I value the opinions of everybody. So let's discuss, let's put our heads together. That type of head of the house, I don't mind. But that one way, I am the Hitler of the household. Yeah. I don't, if, you don't, if you tell me that that's what head of the house is, then I don't agree. For me, I know, I know that it means different things to different people, right? But for me, even that second, type that you that you described i reject it i i i don't like it because it's like like you said now i'm the head of the family but i i appreciate and i recognize other people's opinions right and the way i see it if i was a full-on autonomous character before i mm -hmm. met you mm -hmm. what that means is i was leading myself and i was leading myself well yeah right you now have come also another complete whole individual I don't see any reason why one person should be the head who now accepts and recognizes and welcomes my opinion when my opinion was all that mattered in my life before you came in. Mm -hmm. The reason so, I say, the way I, I see like, it, mm -hmm. I would prefer a situation where both of us that were full autonomous individuals mm -hmm. accept the leadership role for our family, for our children who haven't reached the stage yet where they can be making decisions for themselves. So it should be me and you accepting and recognizing the opinions of our children not yes you accepting and recognizing yes, my opinion actually, and the opinion of your children i do prefer that i do prefer that because it's not that oh i have some sort of mental disability that limits the way i think stops me from being able to, to think for myself exactly yes yes i agree because i am very fully capable i i do know book i do have sense exactly so I too can put opinions, you too can put, and we can reach unanimous decisions. Not that exactly. I give you my opinion, you welcome it. And it's like, because there are some men, of course, if you give them their opinion, they will most certainly take it on board and act upon it. But those, those, are, very, those are few and far. Yeah. The majority will say, thank you for your opinion and leave it in the suggestion box. Yeah. That I don't I feel like, like. If anything, it should be the young children that haven't come to the stage where they can make proper decisions that we can trust, that we should be considering and trying to integrate their own opinions and even yeah. then when they reach a certain age when they start earning you know money they have jobs and everything these guys are taking control of their lives we now have to also do another type of switch from accepting and recognizing and condoning their opinions to just respecting letting them opinions. yes respecting their opinions because accepting accepting and recognizing is like okay do you have something to say okay i see you i feel you i hear you right respecting their opinions is they are telling you this is what i have to say this is my my position on this and you're saying that's okay 
I mean, unless they're telling you they want to jump off a bridge, and I'm not respecting. I mean, yes, <laughs> there are some. Everything has like a line, right? Yeah, there are some things that are just ridiculous. Yeah. Even from your partner, there are some things you hear or that you, you personally, you will even say. He has the duty to tell you, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the same way you have the duty to tell him, are you smoking? <laughs> How can you say that? Yes. But again, it's the whole partnership thing. Because for me, it's funny, right? Because I'm here saying I believe marriage is a partnership. And at the same time, I'm saying I don't believe in joint accounts. So... Which, what side am I really on? No, but like, no, actually. No, but actually, I don't think that's what you're saying. Because we started earlier by saying why we are fans of joint accounts in yeah. this specific situation. And only that situation will I agree to a joint account where I am married and we are setting up a joint account to sort yeah. out domiciliary stuff. That's it. Other than that, mm-hmm. I don't believe in a joint account, but marriage is a partnership, yes. Because we really are truly, very much. you know, you know, we like the whole world has romanticized marriage. I mean, marriage is a romantic thing, but it's also hard work. And it's like, oh, yes, my husband, my wife, they forget that. There's she a lot that has she to go goes into down it. in a marriage. A lot goes into it. A lot of discussion, understanding, accepting, and communicating goes into a marriage. And it's like, you know, if you start off, if you open up a joint account and then you're not on the same page, you're going to have problems. Or yeah. if you marry somebody that you can't communicate properly with because, you know, you just love them and you believe love is enough. <laughs> <laughs> you're, oh. going to have problems. you're not going to have a happy marriage. I mean, it's not that I'm swearing for people that go into marriages saying love is enough because for some people, love is actually enough. Yeah. But for the type of person I am, love is not enough. Money has to be there. And we need to have clear... And just love is enough as well. Yes, because like, the type, like I said, I've already explained how I plan to have financial discussions in the house and yeah like when you now said um you know it should marriage should be i mean that whole head of the house thing where it's like the husband and the wife are leading together integrating the opinions of their children i really feel that because that also plays into the development of children like the cognitive development in terms of how they will now go outside and communicate with other people how they're yes. able to cooperate with other people and it also sets them up for their own romantic relationships in terms of like when it comes to having those sorts of conversations they have a good solid blueprint mm-hmm. this whole conversation has really flipped my opinion on it it's like no it's me and you <laughs> and we are integrating the kids because yes. not only is it a case of oh let's teach them how to be valued and respected you're also teaching them life skills yes not that thing where adults are talking don't come here and then you now end up with adults young adults who don't believe that they have a voice anywhere and just end up letting people make decisions for them exactly or like they or they enter relationships and because you know yeah. they don't have experience you know some people they're very good at navigating their way through life it's just a natural instinct to their instinct for them but then there yeah. are some that are for some reason they're just completely clueless and it's like if somebody who is quite powerful in terms of the way they come yeah. across like they have a powerful personality if they end up with somebody like that it's very easy for those type of people to be taken advantage of and again you can't pick the type of kids you have if you have a child that's just soft and you you know all you can do is train them up to have a mind a strong mindset of their own yeah. because by nature they are soft so you need to help yeah. train that mindset to give them that footing in case they do end up with a very strong character as a partner they can still they, they don't, don't just end up carrying in the corner <laughs> Slip. Ah, no they yeah. just sit in the corner crying miserable because they're the type of people that can't they're not they're not street smart 
And yeah. not everybody will be street smart. So it's fine. But I one thing I know is I cannot have children that are crying in the corner because their husbands or their wives are ruling them. No. <laughs> So for that Mm-mm. reason, my children will have to be very much involved in grown-up conversations from young. And it won't even be a thing yeah. of like they need to give their input, but they can just start by just being around and hearing things. Yeah. things. Yeah. By the time they come of age, where they start understanding, like my children are going to understand finance from a very young age, from probably around that kind, twelve, thirteen. Yeah. Like I will make sure they start understanding finance. This is what you can do with money. Money is not just receive and spend, but like so nobody know, and... will swindle them with joint accounts. <laughs> exactly. If you love me, we'll create a joint account. You don't say ah to show him that I love him. Hey, listen, oh my god, another thing I saw on Twitter was that did you know if one spouse has bad credit and you open a joint account? Both of you have bad credit. Because it obviously, how do you get bad credit? It's from defaulting on payments and, yeah. you know, owing money that you cannot pay back, right? Or doing silly so stuff now, with your card. Now, this credit is linked to this account. Meaning that if he can't your pay his bills, account. if he can't pay his bills, that means this account cannot pay bills. Yes. This account is defaulting, which also happens to be your account. So, of course, your own credit is going down the line as well. Exactly. That's why sometimes, you know, you see all these like cute couple videos where it's someone's birthday or it's their anniversary and this person surprises the other one by clearing their school debt. You think a lot of these people are just doing it because some people are also thinking this babe is going to form <laughs> my name. Exactly. Because like they've already looked at it. It's like, I'm not even going to lie to you. I want to marry this babe. I want this babe to be the mother of my kids. But this had debt. <laughs> <laughs> this thing has carry on <laughs> So you mean to tell me now that as her credit rating is three. Another thing, just in um in line with this whole credit rating thing that you're talking about, you know, if somebody has um debtors, they have people that they're owing money. The moment mm-hmm. you open that joint account, your debtors don't care. They will collect that money. Who is contributing more to the account? Who is they don't care. That account is accessible and it has money of this person that's owing them. They can dip into that account and take your money very easily. But you know what? Let me play devil's advocate. There are some people that like they are super pro joint bank accounts. And yeah. the reason behind that is that, oh, if they don't have joint bank accounts, that leaves so much room for secrecy and trust issues. Because like, mm-hmm. what if your husband is taking babes on dates and you're never going to know. But if he's taking babes on dates with your joint account, now he's using your money to pay for another baby's dinner. You know, the thing is, in my opinion, so if you are getting married to somebody and you immediately, or even if not immediately, at some point in time, you have to start setting up checks and balances that you think will keep this person in line, then maybe that's even somebody you should still be married to, in my opinion. Or exactly. Everybody always says, oh, I'm always too quick to run away from things. I, I'm a runner, I'm a chapter. <laughs> I, don't wait, I don't wait for them to put pepper in my eye two times. I really don't. <laughs> I'll just disappear because if I now have to set up a joint account to avoid having secrecy issues with my husband, then that means something is already wrong with the marriage. Exactly. If I have to set up a joint account so I can be checking, I'll now be logging into my email and monitoring checking spending habits. Where 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 did the thing have alerts? And I'm asking you. So what were you doing at the view bar yesterday? You didn't tell me you were there. What is my no, business? No no no. Why why did you spend 1.5 mil at the view bar last night? Eh, if uh-uh. I feel I have come to the point where I now have to start putting bottlenecks on different aspects of our of our marriage, different aspects of our relationship, if I have been pushed to that point where I cannot just wake up and carry on my normal day without worrying what's my husband doing, what is he not doing, then maybe it's time to separate. For real, because 
nobody needs that type of headache what's that headache going to do for you every morning you wake up let's just say your husband has gone to work today he woke up super early and he went to work but you because you have all these trust issues you're not there thinking ah, this is not the time he usually goes to work yeah he's usually out. so that means that you could have used to do something else yeah that means he must be out with somebody maybe he's cheating maybe he's cheating or he has gone to gamble today or he has gone to do this ah. exactly very, 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 very unnecessary activities. I don't even like necessary headaches. Talk less of the unnecessary headache. Exactly. I don't think, aside from the reasons we've stated why we would have a joint account, I don't think anybody in this life can make me see why the benefits of a joint account. I don't, I don't think so either because I've seen arguments for it. And one thing that keeps coming up is ease, right? And it's ease, it's ease, it's ease. Okay. But... Having you have to do a risk assessment, difficult. right? What you're going to be getting from the ease of being able to just have access to a larger chunk of money than you normally would have had access to, you are also losing in being able to wake up one day and not see that money there anymore. Mm-hmm. Because that ease, the ease that is allowing you to withdraw easily, is also allowing another person to withdraw easily. And have you watched um, The Smart Money Woman on Netflix? Yes, I have. I watched it and I read the book and... I cannot remember their name, Sha, but that, that babe's husband, the one that doesn't have work but likes to go to W bar yes. clear their account. That do you know that's one of my biggest fears? And to have a spendthrift sharing <sighs> a joint account. Oof. Oh, 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 oh. Because you'll be there thinking, okay, yeah, I'm putting aside decent money that will cover this. And your spouse is using it to buy a wristwatch. <laughs> <laughs> or he just needs to go and buy table and vertigo. <laughs> I'm promising you that, oh, no, babe, don't worry. The moment I get this money in, I'll just put it back. Okay, so... Or your your oh, wife is using it to buy handbag. Your sweat, your, your investment. the thing is, like, huh, like, okay, like me now, I'm a big spender when it comes to, like, buying gifts for people. But, yeah. obviously, only if I care for you, if you're my family member or whatever. Yeah. I will buy... Ah, if, is it handbag you want to say? I will buy you, too. <laughs> But that we have joint accounts and you feel like buying two handbags and you just go and buy it. You just go and buy two. No, 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 no. Return it now. <laughs> any day I see such, any day I see such transaction, I begin to call divorce lawyers. <laughs> do you know what I would even do? Now, thinking about it now, before anything, as because me, I like to set up alerts. So if I yeah. spend something, I see it. I will have my alerts. If I see any stupid withdrawal, any stupid debit, I will go and withdraw the money in the account. Because clearly, you haven't sp- finished spending for the day. It must be, it must be afternoon. Abby. So when you go to the next place and you tap that card, decline. <laughs> you need embarrassment. <laughs> you need embarrassment. I'll you know, this will just remind I'll me. What you just said now just reminds me of another horror story I came across. This couple had been married for a while. They yeah. decided to get a divorce. They were having difficulty closing down the joint bank account. Because I've seen in lots of different um, financial articles that it can be a bit tedious trying mm-hmm. to close a, bank, mm-hmm. um, a joint bank account. So they were having difficulty and, you know, they're in the process of the divorce and everything. And she wakes up one day and half the money in the account is gone. Mm-hmm. So because they were having difficulty, he took it upon himself to just divide it equally and take half of the money 
looking at it on surface level, it doesn't seem like that's much of a horror story because at least he left her for her. Yeah. But now let's dig deeper into a situation but where how much does she contribute one person was contributing account? more. Exactly. Okay. She okay. didn't state it. But for it to be a horror story, I want to assume that she was probably putting more money into the account and woke up to see half of it gone. So what do you do in a situation like that? It may not seem like a horror story face value, but like, what if she was putting in more money into it? Mm-hmm. So just wake up one day and let's say an account that you've been contributing 70% of what goes in, somebody has suddenly just taken half of it mm-hmm. in their in their own divorce settlement. They've given themselves their own settlement at your expense, but then they're allowed to. It's a joint account. So when my, my, my issue is, I understand there are some people that have had joint accounts for 50 years they haven't had one problem mm-hmm. because it's not every marriage that's going to end up in a separation and it's not every marriage exactly. that's going to end up in a divorce but in the event that yours is one of the unlucky ones do you want to take the risk of having a large chunk of your personal income suddenly yep. just snatched from under you and that's another thing that and some people like when when opening a joint account i think there are things that you have to consider like yes yes so this person you're getting married to, you love sorry, them. Sorry, sorry. Person- Before you continue, let me just put it out there. If you are doing joint accounts in a relationship, <laughs> if you are doing it, desist from that. Desist from that evil act. Continue. It's terrible. That, but you have nobody to advise you at that point. That's what that means. <laughs> because you think if I went to go and meet my mommy or my daddy and say, I'm thinking of opening joint accounts with my non-existent boyfriend. They were, eh? You're opening a joint account <laughs> with a boyfriend. Boyfriend that may not be there tomorrow or at the end of the day, says, may not be at least there. a husband has to stick around for a divorce um, case. <laughs> the boyfriend doesn't have to stick around for anything. I swear. So, like, yes, yeah, so obviously, you're getting married to this person. That means they are a fantastic person for you or they are great for you at that moment in time. Yes. But, you know, you have to clear your eye. This is where they say love is not blind, though. As for, uh, left to me, my love, they see rude. I don't love you to use touch <laughs> At what stage do you think financial talk should start in a relationship? Because like one of my friends, for example, she went out on a date with this guy. It was the first date, halfway through the date. Access bank man, you know, it's access bank men that behave like this. He randomly asked her, <laughs> randomly asked her, so what's your investment portfolio like? And she's like, I'm screaming. I'm an investment portfolio. She said she just looked at him, she put down her fork, and she was like, I don't have an investment portfolio. <laughs> So, I'm an investment for ah, oh, I thought you were as oh, what do you do for work? That kind of thing, yeah. If but a whole investment portfolio, that's wait, like, Osai, Osai, was this a first date? You need to chill, Osai, it was that's like, yes, that's like first date question. Oh, god, yeah, I know he didn't, he went too hard, he went way yeah. too hard. Yo, but I'm pretty but sure, like, I would have told him I'm in like 200,000 pound debt just because why you asking that type of nonsense. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, oh, like you know if he's a keeper, right? If he stays and he's like, you know, baby, Ex- exactly. Um, Who's going? Like, wait, go. sorry. Hold him by his loins. Who's going to stay? Two hundred. These pounds, pounds sterling. These not narrow. Yeah, but that's what telling. I'm saying, isn't it? Like you would know then for sure if he's a keeper, because ain't nobody because gonna stay for that. Two hundred kid debts. There's no advice I'm giving you. <laughs> 
go to go to Mount Zion, go and pray because the only oh, God no. that can save you. No, now have you not seen those Americans where it's like I cleared my babes three hundred and fifty thousand dollar uni um college <laughs> college debt or whatever. Until the babe will save you breakfast. <laughs> I beg. Break up, na na na. No, I'm so you go sorry. You touch everybody. <laughs> If I clear someone's 200, 300k debt, I need guess every breakfast. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. no for, me, actually, for me, it's simple. Like, you're going to die. I'm telling you, I have, to, I have to sell your organs because I have to make my no. money back. I'm going actually, to submit no. your name to my village. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there are questions you actually have to ask. Like, yes, do they have a debt problem? How how badly do they use their overdraft? Yeah. Do they do they have loan left, right, and center? What about their credit rating? These are things, and I know the awkward conversations to have because you, I don't know why, but for a lot of people, money conversations are very awkward if you are not a married couple. But um, we'll ask those questions before you get married. It's just as important as asking, "Are you a married man, sir?" I feel like if if having money conversations makes you feel awkward. It is either because you don't have any money to protect, mm-hmm. or maybe you don't need the money that you have. <laughs> maybe you're not using it for anything. Oh, or maybe you don't care. And if you don't care, that means you're not using it for anything. Uh, you're not using it for anything. Because I don't understand how I will go to work, I will earn money, money that I want to use to plan my future. And I will be shy to ask somebody. So they usually owe people money. <laughs> When you take loans, do you usually pay back on time? No. So correct me. How much are you owing? I swear. I'm and like, what is the due date of this payment? And how has the on previous month? Do you do do you usually pay on time? Yes. I say, and when you get paid, what percentage of your payment do you think goes to repayment? Goes to paying back. And how good are you at saving? Or do you squander your whole salary? Yes. How frequently do you do payday loans? <laughs> I need do to you, know these things. Though, do, you, do you finance everything? Do you have loan everywhere? I'm left, telling right, you, there center? are a bunch of people. You know, some, some people are misled by how much people earn. Mm-hmm. But there are a bunch of people that earn ridiculous money. Like, they, they actually earn enough money to take care of themselves, another, another adult and one child and they're in their 20s but they spend way more than they earn people are touching 50k after tax 75k after tax yeah they are still owing 50,000 pounds i don't nigerians are earning 5 million naira a month i know nigerians earning and they're still owing 10 million naira to their guys how how what are you doing with your money and how have it comes from that whole lifestyle you know impressing people that is why ladies and gentlemen i run away from a lifestyle boy the same way boys you should run away from a lifestyle girl like there's nothing wrong with somebody having a good lifestyle exactly if they can afford the lifestyle especially if that's like how they were raised from birth yes you cannot if you can afford your lifestyle that is fantastic I can live vicariously through you because me, I don't really do a lifestyle. Not that you came into money and then got excited. I'm telling you. I I flee from such people. I flee. There are some people that will only have 10,000 naira in their account and they will use 8,000 naira to go and do their nails. Oh, Osai, 
what of those ones that only have 10,000 naira in their accounts and they've spent 25k? Where did the remaining 15k come from and how do you plan to pay it back? And how if you, you now cannot cut your coat, in fact, I feel like that's one of the that's one of the main signs of adulthood. Being able to sit down and tell yourself, yeah, I can't afford this right now, so I'm gonna leave this out. I need to put my money towards this. I need to put money towards this, towards this, towards this. I don't see the point in, you know how some people just wear their money. I don't see the point in wearing I don't see money. the point in that. I don't see the point in leaving your money. You know, you're in one island today. You're living, but you're living your finances. Like you're living your cash. There's nothing yeah. left in your account. I don't see the point in that. And the thing is, people will be seeing you. With somebody like that. Somebody who is constantly exactly. living in the now. They don't and the think thing about is, the future. forget the people that are even looking at these people as potential suitors. Like, ah, the person themselves are spending all that money. Do yeah. you not have plans for your own future? That's the thing. They're living in the now. Many people just see, what am I eating today? What am I eating tomorrow? Yeah. Do I have enough to eat for tomorrow's dinner? They're good. When tomorrow comes, they will now ask, okay, what am I eating the day after? I, personally, I cannot live like that. I crave stability with my whole life. I, I love I am stability. too anxious to do that. I need to know what's happening in the next six months. Exactly. To know how anxious I am, I have already planned out how I will spread my annual leave from now till December so that yeah. I can continue arranging the rest of my plans. I know you can't plan your entire year because, you know, things happen. Like, nobody expected to be in a pandemic. Yeah. But even with that, that just means you now have a plan that you can rearrange. Exactly. Not that you are starting from ground zero. No, I, can't, you don't know I cannot do that. If like, you go out, if you go and have a joint account with that kind of person, you're going to be putting aside the money that you think you're putting for the for the, for the later for the future, and that person is going to be helping you consume that money in the now. <laughs> while while you are saving for the later, they are going to buy Balenciaga shoe with your money now. Then when they finish buying that shoe, they wear that shoe to walk to the car dealership. To buy the latest Benz. Did you say buy? You didn't say lease. Many people like this. They don't buy. It's true. So that they can change it after a couple of years. They don't years. buy. Because that one will go out of date. They yeah, need the newest true. one. So they'll <laughs> lease it. So that when the new one comes out, they can go and exchange it and collect the new one. Oh, Constantly God. living in debt. So if you marry, if you end up marrying someone like that and having a joint account with them, and let me know if I'm saying marrying, if you're dating someone like that and you decide to have a joint account with them, maybe because you've calculated how much they earn, and from your calculations, this person ends enough. They shouldn't be putting you in any type of dire financial situation. You go ahead and you make a bank, a joint bank account with them. Here's just a list of some of the things that could happen. First of all, he could spend all the money or she could spend all the money because they're spendthrift. They obviously have no control over their finances and their spending habits. So your money could be enjoyed away. <laughs> do you have money to do Dorime via Zoom? <laughs> Another situation, his creditors could come after that money in the joint account because clearly you're putting money in there, which is probably more money that he ha- than he has in his own bank account. So you could end up paying for someone else's debt. Another thing that could happen, he could just wake up one day, realize maybe this woman is getting a bit too agitated with my spending. I don't like how she's talking to me. Take all the money in the account and run. Yep. And it's not even a foreign concept. It happens all the time. So we're not yeah. even speaking hypothetically. As we are spe- as you are listening to this right now, somebody Something has run is, away with happening wife to somebody money. right now. Exactly. Somebody has run away with their wife's money and the wife money, the wife is there saying away. Like 
it happens all the damn time. So we're not even, and the thing is like, I know we sound so negative about this because like you said, there are people <laughs> out there that have had joint accounts for the last 70 years, no problem. Yes, there are people with great lives, great marriages, but it's not for everybody. So essentially what we're saying is always uh, on the side of caution when it comes to yeah. your money, always. Yeah. Nobody's saying that, oh, don't have a joint account because it's bad and your husband is going to run away with it. No. What we are saying he is, may not run be away with mindful. it. Be, you, you guys may be happy, be but mindful. he also may run away with it. Exactly. <laughs> because, listen, I wake up in different moods and if he's not in your mood that day, <laughs> if he's not in your mood that day, he will show you, Pepe. You know, I think my, my position on this topic comes a lot from, or rather stems a lot, I know English, I'm sorry, stems a lot from my need for stability. Nothing about a joint account is stable to me. And when I say a joint account, I'm referring to a sole, like that's your only account. You guys just have a joint account. Like I said earlier, I'm okay with having a joint account for house expenses and for taking care of children, maybe a vacation account, you know, so we know when we're traveling, this is the card we take. But having just one account between you and your husband, both your your income goes into that same account. It doesn't it doesn't yield stability to me, because something that's stable is something that you can reasonably foresee upcoming events in. You can reasonably mm-hmm. foresee where this will end. And with a joint yep. account, you cannot reasonably foresee it because whether we like it or not, love can expire. You can be and people so are unpredictable. Love. Yes. People are unpredictable. People are in constant motion. Things will change. And people somebody change. Can the person love you knew you. when you were 16 may not be the person you know. Yes. Life. Somebody can love you with all their heart. And undoubtedly, they love you with all their heart. And you love them the same way. You guys get married 25, 30 years into the marriage. They don't love you with all their heart anymore. In fact, maybe now they hate you. And they love somebody else. And they somebody love someone else. Younger, faster. The person could even be older. That's (laughs) the funny thing. The person could even be older than you. Not as attractive as you. He has just met somebody that works with him where he is at this point in his life now. It's like, you know, sometimes um, with couples that marry really young, you guys are still both so full of life. You know, both of you are jokers. And during the course of the marriage, one person grows out of that stage. And one Mm -hmm. person never really stops being a joker. And eventually Mm -hmm. one person now hates the other person, either because now you're just too stern or because why are you still joking at this age? Is everything a joke to you? (laughs) (laughs) So that isn't something that based on how you guys were at the beginning or even five, 10 years into the marriage, you could reasonably foresee happening, which means it's not a stable situation. It's like when you're doing um, uh, pastel analysis and SWOT analysis and all of that. If you can't reasonably see something and have an argument for why this thing is going to be there, then it's not something that's included in your report. Mm-hmm. It's not a stable concept. Instability can be a concept included in your report because instability is 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 a constant of its own, yeah. right? And that's exactly what we're doing here. The instability is the joint account, but we can't reasonably foresee any positives on this because, or rather, reasonably foresee stability in this discussion because it's that's not something that's not prone to it's not exactly. prone to stability anything is exactly and it's not prone to stability because there are so many extenuating variables involved yes too many players on the too game. many 
from from the person's mood to whether they still love you to whether you piss them off to whether yeah. they found love elsewhere so whether anything. they were always pretentious exactly whether whether, whether they use bad advice <laughs> <laughs> that's a big one because a lot of guys listen to their guys and especially like now it, like now that I'm much older you know when you're younger and like older people are getting married and they're like oh I don't really have many single friends. I never understood. I always used to look at them as being snobbish. But now I understand because it's somehow to say that, yes, you are married now. So the single friend doesn't quite understand. But really and truly, there are certain aspects of life that that your single friend cannot really appreciate right now. Or they can't even relate to because they're not in that situation. And it's like you, you are accountable to this whole other being. You are bound to this whole other being. Whereas them, they're they're free to live their life however they please. So when they bring certain ideas to you, if you are a responsible or sensible person and you take your marriage into account, you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I can't. And obviously sometimes that, that becomes too much and you guys will grow apart in a friendship. But some, some people, they don't. And they listen to that stupid advice of the person that is single. It's not stupid advice yeah. if the single person were giving it to another single individual. It's just not advice that is good for your situation. Exactly. And that's another big thing when it comes to joint accounts. Like, I'm saying guys because I'm, you call me a hater if you like. But guys <laughs> will go, they will go to a lounge with their friends. You know, they'll be just, you know, guys just everything. They'll be just in whatever they're just in. Then one guy will come with his marital issues and he's like, guy, my ass is doing like this. We open joint account, blah, 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 blah. And one will be there like, ah, no, it's just clear the account, Sean Pepe. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he will listen. And he will listen. Because to him, ah, if I show her small pepper, she'll regulate. But what if you, your wife is a hothead? You're forgetting that. She too, she will show you pepper back and forth for divorce papers. Yeah. Look at that. You scattered your marriage because you listen to this. I mean, that's very dramatic and extreme. It's obviously not as black and white as that. But yeah. that, but the, the core of it is, is, is still the same thing. Bad advice can literally be another deciding factor. Joint accounts require a very high level of trust. And trusting human beings that highly. It's naive. Yeah, because it, it, it can go really, really wrong. And at the so- same time, your trust could be reciprocated and you would literally be in complete and utter bliss because yeah. this person didn't let you down. So, yeah, it can go right, but do you want to risk it also going wrong? Yeah. And, you know, I was going to say, some people will come at you with the whole factor, a whole point of, okay, but what if they, they you know, like you said, what if they do reciprocate your trust? That what That's if. wonderful for you. No, no, no. That's a huge what if. That's a huge what if. Because I won't even lie. What, what is giving you such security to trust somebody that much? Mm-hmm. And, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like, you go skydiving, right? Let's assume that there's this special type of skydiving where <clears throat> you, it's a couple skydive. Both of you need to release your parachutes at the same time to be able to land successfully. If one person releases after the other or before the other, you guys are going to crash. You may not die, but you're definitely going to hit the ground hard, right? And yep. one person, if, one pers- if only one person um, releases their parachutes, you guys are dead. Okay. So now let me repeat this again. If one person releases, you both die. If both of you release, but the timing isn't perfect, you guys can get injured. Mm-hmm. If you both release at the same time, you just went couple skydiving. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. 
is that a risk that you would be willing to take? I know that some people have like adrenaline rush, right? They crave things like this, which is nice and good. Personally, anything that involves death, dying, <laughs> I wash my hand from it. <laughs> because like I can do this thing with my father now, not even couple skydiving. This is my dad. Anybody that knows me knows I'm a very big daddy's girl. But <laughs> something like that, I'm not doing it. I am yeah. not doing, I'm not jumping from that plane. I am not. I'll keep looking That's at you. I'm like, please, please, please. As a daddy, anything else. Please, I'm begging you. Because <laughs> by nature, like, you know, when you dealt with human beings, like, experienced a yeah. variety of people, you see that trust is, is very difficult to have. And it's not like, oh, yeah. I have trust issues. I don't have trust issues. I can easily trust somebody until they give me a reason not to. But I cannot blindly put so much trust into somebody. Yeah. Like I'll offer in something you, that like, you are not sure of. Exactly. There's I'll no offer certainty. you like the barest minimum trust. Like if I'm just meeting you as a person, I'll offer you the barest minimum trust. Like you know, basic. Yeah. You're not gonna do this. You have no reason to do this. But I don't put anything past you. And over time, I build on trust. That's how I am as a person. Yeah. Yeah, I build on trust. So let's say now I've been with my partner for I don't know five years. So I have five years worth of trust for you. Mm-hmm. The way I'm going to trust you, if you don't break that trust in 20 years, it's not the same way I trusted you 20 years prior. Do you understand? I think at the end of the day, what Sasha and I have basically been saying this whole podcast is nothing is constant. This argument, this topic specifically, is not stable. That level of trust shouldn't be given to anybody at all like ever ever <laughs> like ever. I said, that trust is reserved for god it's reserved <laughs> for god and god alone <laughs> so that shouldn't be don't put yourself in a precarious situation because of an idealistic romantic world that you created for yourself nothing wrong with being a romantic nothing wrong with it at all but being a romantic shouldn't you shouldn't let that now blind your judgment it's like the the girl from the first girl from uh, tinder swindler initially i started yes. feeling bad for her by the end of it i was like what the hell were you thinking like how why how, how do you borrow two hundred and fifty thousand for a man that lives in another country that's so busy <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. You do that for a man that is in another country. 250,000. Like I said, that level of trust is for God and God alone. Nobody else. Nobody else. Make smart financial decisions, ladies and gentlemen. It's 2022. Um, Yes. (laughs) Let your vision be 2022. (laughs) I'm good. Say <laughs> so go to bed. Go to bed. Go to bed. <laughs> Wait, did you hear this? Twenty twenty. Mm. Oh. Bye, guys. We're ending here. Bye. <laughs>